0: So here we go, Life Jitsu, Art of Life, Frank Forza, and uh, I'm driving to go record some music in downtown Las Vegas in the hood. I don't know why these guys rented space. I guess the only place that artists, musicians can rent space is in the hood. I mean, it's next to a seedy, shady motel. I always got to watch my back, and I always dress like... You know, my hat down and hoodie, and I got to look a little bit mean and hard just to walk in the studio and watch your back. So that's Friday night here in Vegas. I was working, just working on my Forza Fit nutrition program. A lot of interesting stories around Forza Fit for me because that's, that's really an accident, this whole nutrition, selling the nutrition programs and counseling people. That was quite by accident. I'll tell you the full story in the future, but for immediate purposes. Anyway, Sunday night, I was working on my Forza Fit nutrition program. I think I was up to like 26 pages or so. It's like a mini book. Right? People pay me good money. It's an investment. It's a long-term deal. It's not diet. It's nutrition. Anyway, my computer crashes Sunday. I woke up at 6.30 a.m. I was writing until 1.30 p.m computer crashes. I lost all but about five or six pages of my program. So I was ticked, man. I was hot. I mean, things come out of my mouth and four-letter words and the anger and conversations with God, things you just, you know, sometimes you think, hey, I'm so evolved, I'm so conscious, I'm so mindful that that's not in me, right? You took me, you can take the kid out of the street, but sometimes it's hard to take the kid out of the street out of the street, but you can't take the street out of the kid, that old saying, so, wow, I was really hot, but I had to ventilate, I mean, I had to let it out, had to let it out, I didn't want to hold that in, it was ugly, and and I knew, wow, so anyway, still rewriting that program, and, um, and and I still get a lot of questions, you know, Frank, how much fruit should I eat, how many carbs should I eat, etc., and I'll tell you this, I was talking to a guy today. Guy works for Vitamin Shop, sells a lot of supplements. And everybody and their brother, especially here in Vegas, I mean, you got thousands of trainers and nutrition gurus and this, that, the other, PhDs, certified nutritionists, this. And everybody and their brother's got a six pack. Everybody and their brother can help you lose 30 or 40 pounds here in Vegas. And, um, so everybody knows everything, right? So you don't. But what we don't realize is it's always going to be a hierarchy. It's always going to be levels, and it's always going to be a top of the pyramid. And what I do and my approach to nutrition is not about weight loss. It's way beyond weight loss. Weight loss is like number six or seven on my list of priorities for for my diet stuff. It, it's not even in the top five. Weight loss is incidental. Weight loss is—it's just a natural byproduct of it. This whole thing, this is 32 years down the nutrition rabbit hole. And by the way, I got a buddy, my buddy Vince, a lawyer. He said, Frank, under Nevada Revised Statute, under the Nevada Statutes, you qualify as a nutrition expert with all of your your history in weight cutting, 300-plus matches. I never intended to do the nutrition Counseling and nutrition programs. I never intended that. I'm I've worked primarily as a journalist, primarily as a writer. Right? In the, I've worked in the combat sports and the fight sports. I've worked as a new you know, news journalist, news reporting. I love interviewing people. I love the communications and public relations and the smorgasbord of that. I love the creative side, the artistic side of things. I never set out nutrition program because I thought, well, I'm not a PhD. I don't, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a certified anything. But like so many things, I mean, I, I joke like, well, you know, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I might eat healthier than your doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I'm but I'm probably healthier and stronger than your doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I but I probably know more about nutrition than your doctor. You can decide that. But I'm willing to bet that I do. You can decide how much credence and how much credibility you want to attach to that. But I've went down this rabbit hole because for me, I to heal myself. I want to turn back the clock, right? Time is one of the most precious commodities. Steve Jobs told us that. Bill Gates told us that. Warren Buffett told us that. The sages told us that. Buddha told us that. Time. And I'm a late bloomer in a lot of, in a lot of, um, in a lot of ways. I don't want to rest on my laurels and live off my resume. I'm not. I feel like I'm scratching the surface. I want the whole to equal the sum of its parts. And so far, it's not. I've got a long way to go. So I need to buy myself time. I want to live another 70, 80 good years, high-quality years, agile mind years, high-functioning years. I want to become wiser. I want to satisfy curiosity. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to help people. I want to spread love. I want to spread light. When I walk in the room, I want love and light to walk in the room. Cheesy, but that's the that's for real. That way it'll always wherever I am, I want hey, I want it I want it there for me, I want it there for others. I got a lot to work on. I'm a work in progress, so I wanna buy myself time. Buy myself some energy. So at first it was just weight cutting, and then later it was about peak performance with the nutrition now it's about age defiance it's about my you know uh, mind clarity it's about infinite energy it's about creativity it's about every bite matters it's it's conscientious eating it's mindfulness it's a lot of things every bite is an expression of self love every bite has intention, every bite is buying me time to make a bigger impact, a bigger imprint on this world. To be more what I think the world needs. So this nutrition rabbit hole, this is all 32, 33 years and it was an accident. This is way beyond weight loss here. See, I went down this thing I started. I am super healthy. People say, "Hey, you're the healthiest guy I know." I've been hearing that for years. You're the health, Frank. You're the healthiest guy I know. The organic tank. Always wants to eat organic. Always talk non-GMO. Always disciplined eating. How do you do it? What do you do? You look good for your age. I always got that. Not still. Not until people were reaching out to me on instant messenger on social media. They, they email me questions. I'm like, wow. I mean, people really respect me on this i don't use hgh i don't use steroids i don't use nothing there's people that look pull the shirt up they look better than i do though hgh out of their mind steroids whatever works for you that's fine i want you to come with me on this journey whatever is working for you whatever you're happy with in your skin hcg whatever it is i don't recommend it but if you're happy with it it's all good i want to hear from you and get your feedback i'm just saying everything i do is all, you know, is, is natural that that's how I'm doing things. I'm doing things the way I like to do them, the organic tank way. And so here I was this super healthy person, right, really strong for my size, really strong and 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 athletic for my age. And yet with all of these all of these great things, I was getting blood clots. And those blood clots, as you know, can kill you. I got my first blood clot that I knew of at age 19. I had a bypass surgery. I have a 27-inch scar down my, down my leg. And I almost lost that leg. And I've done everything athletically on one-and-a-half leg, which is where I get the mind jitsu, mental toughness stuff because of so many injuries, that one especially. Competing on one-and-a-half leg, a fraction of the blood flow. Built a whole jiu-jitsu career, facing some of the best in the world, training with UFC fighters on one-and-a-half leg. That's no joke. That, was, that required a lot of mental toughness. That required me to go as deep as I could. Mind jitsu is really my favorite thing to talk to people about, but people aren't ready for the mind jitsu, and the mind jitsu marketing is harder. People don't reach out. People don't message me as much on the mind jitsu, so mind jitsu is on the back burner. Put Forza Fit on the front burner because that's what people want. That's what they're consuming. And those blood clots were a game changer for me because it wasn't about weight loss. Now it was about staying alive. It made me go deeper, forced me to go deeper down the nutrition rabbit hole. Not just age-defined, not just mind clarity, not just peak performance, but staying alive. I I have a son. I have dreams. I have things I want to do. I don't want to be done. I don't want to be that person that, hey, he was the healthiest guy I know, and well, look, he dropped out of a heart attack or a stroke or a pulmonary embolism, whatever. See, it doesn't matter. It's just your genes. People go right back to living crappy and making bad decisions. And I know we, we've all seen those really healthy people, really conscientious, and they drop dead on a basketball court, playing basketball, whatever. People say, see? It's just your genes. Live it up. Smoke. Do whatever. All right? That's what people, a lot of people point at that. I don't want to be that person. i got plenty to do. i got my son here. I want, I want... A lot, a lot, a lot of high-quality years. I want the best years of my life for now and ahead of me. How do I do that? Well, number one, I had to stop getting these blood clots. But number one, when you start, even when you do dodge the blood clot, they can come at any moment. They, They wreak mental havoc on you. And then they can damage the valve, the vein. And that hurts. Get all that inflammation in there. That hurts. Almost feels like a kidney stone in your vein. It hurts like... Like a mother. So that was my big thing. It wasn't. It wasn't just about weight. Weight loss is way down there. Yeah, anybody can use the weight, can lose the weight. Anybody or just burn more calories than take in. Anybody can do that. That doesn't make you a Jedi a nutrition Jedi or somebody I would want to hire. And the fact is, you look at the studies. In our country, you have I think almost 75 percent of adult men in America obese or overweight. Sixty-some percent of the women in America are obese or overweight. We have an epidemic, and even the people who are overweight or obese, even those who lose weight, within two years, within two years, according to studies, they will regain the weight plus additional pounds, plus an even higher percent of body fat than they had before. And those are sobering stats. So even the weight loss, people mess that up with the diet, with the 30-day gimmicks, the 60-day gimmicks, the 90-day marketing urgent buy-buy-buy gimmicks. Let's go, let's go, 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 all that rah-rah stuff. We're talking here, what I'm after is a nutrition lifestyle. What I'm after is longevity. What I was after, no, no more blood clots. I'm after heart circulation, heart healthy. Number one killer in the world is what? heart disease, and cardiovascular-related disease in the world, in the U.S. and the world. More than cancer, more than everything. You're as good as your circulation. You're as good as your heart health. And that's the ticking time bomb in a lot of us. That's the ticking time bomb in me. Strong guy I can, I can you know, do. my good day I can do 25, 26 upside-down push-ups. I'm working on 100 straight push-ups with good form. And I'm setting these goals, and I'll be able to do them. Doing a lot of pull-ups. I'm doing pull-ups with 50 pounds, 50 pounds, and doing doing pull-ups with that now. Feel real strong. Feel great. Despite all, you know, 13 shoulder dislocations, titanium plate in the neck, 27 inch scar down the down the leg. Despite three broken hands and a broken nose and chipped teeth and so many other injuries, knee surgeries and shoulder surgeries, and despite all of that. I feel really good, and I'm age-defying, and yet that ticking time on those blood clots. Right? Scary. So for me, that's what this Forza Fit thing was about. And I went to a conference in Orlando that totally awakened me to, um, totally awakened me to heart health. German scientists there. Way ahead of what they're teaching mainstream here. It's amazing. I mean, you don't make... You're going to be hard-pressed to find anyone who makes machine or engineers better than Germans. Maybe the Japanese, maybe some of the Austrians, but the Germans do it as well. You know, machines and engineering as well. Anything. Cars. They do it. And went down there, and you look, and you look at human circulation, all the amazing things, just boom, so I've went, I've put hundreds and hundreds of hours trying to find the best, you know, I say to people, it's like, why would you pay, I mean, I'm not cheap, I value what I did, I had to go deep down the rabbit hole, why would you pay a guy, why would you pay me, what distinguishes for, I can get it anywhere, I can lose weight, yeah, you can lose weight anywhere, don't hire me just to lose weight, that's going to happen, You're going to be able to eat 8, 9, 10 at night, still lose weight if you follow what I'm saying. So why do it, though? Why why hire me? Why go this route? Because of that heart health thing. Because it's just another level. There's levels to this. And you're paying, people pay me for peace of mind. They're paying me for peace of mind. They're paying me because... The hardest thing for you to do as a regular person who's not an expert on food, nutrition, and health, the hardest thing for you to do is to to referee who's telling the truth. Which experts should I believe? This scientist is saying this. This doctor is saying this. This fitness guru is saying this. I'm confused. Today, coconut oil is good for me. Tomorrow, it's bad for me. I'm confused. Milk, good for me or bad for me. People are confused. Who are the real experts? Who are the contenders? Who are the pretenders? That's what I what I do is I take the guesswork out of it for you. I do I do the trial and error. I don't read it, I live it. And I can explain it very well. And I understand the levels, the tiers of it that some people might be ready for everybody's not ready for the optimal nutrition program everybody's not ready for top of the pyramid so i work with people that where what are they ready for what are they ready for and you give them options and you tailor it to them you tailor it to their palate to their taste to their culture whatever you give them options it's what they're ready when the student's ready the teacher appears What are you ready for? Here's your options. We take a very long-term view. The problem people take too many short-term views. Man, you realize that food addiction, of all the addictions in the world, the number one addiction in the whole world is food addiction. By far. And when I say food addiction, I mean sugar addiction. Sugar addiction. And guess what? I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't care how smart they are, how six-pack six abs, whatever they are. Carb is a de facto sugar. And less sugar is better. Sugar is the corrosion and the corruption in the human body. It absolutely is. doesn't mean you can't still be LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson. They were eating crap, and they were still, you know, destroying it and dominating on the field. There is something to be said for Genetics. But I'm telling you, optimally, for the circulation system and beyond and recovery, no way. That sugar, you need to really wage war on sugar, specifically the sugar addiction in your body. And that's a tough battle because you're talking about most of us since we were kids. I mean, since we were really young, that sugar addiction. Here. So you, you take away that sugar, those volumes of sugar. I mean, you wanna you wanna see some withdrawal? Start dramatically cutting back on that sugar. Your body's gonna freak out. We're talking about an addiction for most of us, including me. I'm an I'm a natural overeater. Now I I overeat. I've been an overeater most of my life. I'm thin because I exercise a lot, but it's not just listen. Nutrition by far trumps exercise by far it's not even close If you get a choice between good nutrition program and regular exercise by far take the nutrition program you'll get a lot further you'll live longer you just walk 20 30 minutes a day you don't sit don't sit more than maybe try to get up every 30 minutes or so if you're if you're sitting down or at least move your legs and so forth but it's not even close nutrition Exercise gets is way too overrated, and nutrition's way too underrated. So this is, these are the things that I, you know, that, that I think a lot about, and th- these are the things that I that I want to attack a, a long term deal. Since you have these food addictions, we have to think like a venture capitalist. We have to think like an Olympian. Olympians think in quadrennials. Venture capitalists maybe think in five year business plan even though they'll be revised, but you have to think that way long-term. This this whole nutrition thing is a marathon, not a sprint. It's not a 30-day thing, a 60-day thing, a 90-day thing. That's bad thinking because you have an addiction. You have a sugar addiction. And to be honest with you, one of my favorites, if it took 20 years to mess you up, it might take 20 years to fix you. You can't just, most people, reverse that sugar addiction. It's a process. So you have to take a long-term approach to it. And a long-term approach, foremost, to heart health, recovery, and mind clarity, and learning to enjoy, still enjoy food, because we can't deny you, we can't deny you, you set yourself up, there has to be sustainability in this, long-term sustainability, you have to enjoy the food, it's one of life's simple pleasures, the simple life is the best life, and good food, I mean, we're all food addicts, got to have got to make it taste good so anyway that is just a little primer on my views on nutrition and how i reluctantly accidentally wound up in this nutrition space it doesn't not everything i do i still do a lot of media stuff i still do some mind jitsu coaching art of mind I have my hand in a bunch of things. I I really do consider myself a renaissance man. I like the smorgasbord of life. I don't like the phrase jack of all trades, master of none. I think that's BS. I think it's bad. I think people want to label us and say you're this and this. Nah, I'm, I am phenomenal at whatever I want to be phenomenal at. Whatever I'm really interested in. Finding the right people. But I, you know, finding the right people. I I believe very much in concepts, not what to think, how to. When you realize how to think and you you realize how to think in jujitsu or on a yoga mat or a philosophy class or the the, the 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 principles and the truths and the concepts that apply to writing or apply to jujitsu, guess what? Once you understand those concepts, they usually carry over from any one ecosystem to the next. Same thing that's true on a golf course is true on a jiu jitsu mat. Same thing is true on a jiu jitsu is true of poker. We're just using a different language, different different analogies. Same stuff, same principles, same concepts at work, in general, by and large. So it's easy to be you know, sort of master generalist. Once you figure out how to think, you can learn ecosystems very quick. And I've, been in a, I've had my hand in a lot of things in the last 30 years. I've had my hand in music. I've had my hand in art. I've had my hand in writing. I've had my hand in nutrition. I've had my hand in athletics. I've had my hand in business, covering city councils. Study, you know, a lot of politics, a lot of word stuff, phraseology. I've my hand in a lot of things, and I like life like that. I'm not backing away. I like the, re- the Renaissance stuff. I'm never going to just be a, a one person, a one thing specialist. That, to me, is boring. I love the spice and smorgasbord of life. And if I've been doing it for years and years, I feel really confident to... Uh, to do these things at a high level, and what I don't know, I certainly seek out from the other Jedi's, maybe people who are just a specialist. I'm, because of my journalism background and intuition and experience, again, I think I'm really good at discerning, who, you know, who who are the Jedi's that I need to be listening to, who are the people I maybe should discard, who has the most credibility on a given subject. I think I've I've done a great job of, of ascertaining that and that's a lot of my art my writing poetry etc phraseology music songs i make those things come from me i always say you know there's regurgitation nation there's regurgitators there's imitators and then there's innovators i like to be an innovator i like to be fiercely original it bothers me if i'm biting and 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 stealing other people's stuff. Like when I make songs, usually I make them out of thin air. I don't have any music on. I don't have nothing. It just comes to me like divinely. That's the truth. Just out of my head. Am I impacted by society in my years here in this generation of time? Of course. But when I do make the music, ninety eight, ninety nine percent of the time, it's just out of thin air. I'm doing something, and then bam, song comes. And that's the way I like to create when I was a journalist. I never liked to read what anyone else was doing. I just wanted to do my own thing. I didn't want to read what other journalists were doing because I didn't want it to taint my perception, my original thought, my interpretation of events. I wanted to have a pure mindset. The nutrition thing is different, though, because while I have a lot of experience, while I've lived it, almost everything I've you know learned in nutrition, I've had to seek out the best doctors and and nutritionists and researchers and fitness people and referee that and find out, hey, who's operating top of the pyramid here? Who really knows what they're talking about? Who's right? It can be really hard. But I've learned almost everything I've learned in the nutrition space, trial and error, but I learned it, audio books, reading, etc. I didn't invent any of it. But what I did is I figured out a fusion, like pulling from different different trees of thought They're, I find Jedi's but I disagree with them on, on, on some things some of them are very smart like Michael you know, Geiger know, a brilliant guy I mean nobody's probably nobody's read more studies in the last 20 years health nutrition studies than that guy and his team but I disagree with him on a few things I think he's wrong about a few things as brilliant as he is I'm sure I'm wrong on some things too, but I think he's wrong on a few things. And um, But I respect the heck out of him, and I listen and consume a lot of what he has to say. So it is about being a free thinker, but in this space, I didn't invent any of it, but I, I figured out I take the guesswork out of it for people. It's what I do. And everything that I do in this nutrition space, I'm basically I'm betting my life on not just a, this is not a moneymaker. This is an accident. This is, I'm betting my life on this nutrition program. I'm, I'm not reading it. I'm not just selling it. I'm living it. And I believe that I'm prolonging lives. You know, or I should legally, I shouldn't say that. I say, I believe it has the potential to prolong lives. I believe that's the goal. That's what I'm trying to do myself is by myself more time. That's the big thing. Buy myself more energy, more vitality. Incredible recovery, best recovery of my life by far with this nutrition program. By far. I feel really good. I feel age-defying. and So anyway, I hope this has been a helpful primer. We'll talk a lot more about nutrition. How much fruit should I eat? What are your views on grains and carbs, Frank, and all this other stuff? We will go That is part of the art of life, the life jitsu that's very important. Every bite matters, right? Every bite we take, everything that passes our lips is a statement of self-love or lack of it. A statement of discipline or lack of it. It's a statement about us. Not to me, not for me to judge you, but for you to judge yourself. Someone said it best, you are what you eat. You are. Those are your decisions. Make quality decisions. If you can control what you eat, wow! If you can have some discipline and control over that, wow! What can you? What you can do almost anything, man. man. You can do almost anything because that's the addiction. You can break that addiction, and you can if you can control that one. Wow! What can't you be able to do anything? Because that's the addiction that enslaves and handcuffs. A lot of people, the food addiction, and that's exactly what it is, so it's going to take time, it's going to take time, and got to learn to be patient with yourself and think like an Olympian, think like an entrepreneur as you go, and this is going to take many months, this could take um, years to get right. And you've got to be in it. You've got to sign up when the nutrition thing. I don't judge whether a client is succeeding or or not on the first two, three months. Stick with them. But don't judge that because it's a marathon, not a sprint. And by the way, a lot of the stuff I've learned with nutrition, half of it's psychological. Working with clients, half of it's it's not even the the, the, the nutrition of this and what do you eat and this and that. It's 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 uh, it's psychological. People have this psychological addiction. They eat for different reasons. They eat because they're stressed. They eat because they're they're um, sorry. I'm in a construction zone here right now. What a mess! We have so much construction here in Vegas. People eat for different reasons, right? A lot of things going on. So, and when you talk about that discipline and that that discipline muscle and and the will, your willpower is a muscle, I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's psychological, so that's part of what you have to be ready for, I mean, I never realized, it, but I'm like, wow, there's a lot of mind jitsu, there's a lot, there's room to incorporate a lot of mind jitsu in the, um into Forza, Because that's what's stopping a lot of people. It's not, you know, even if we had them eating the right things, they just, they don't have the mental, the mental uh, orientation to to stick with it. So, in any event, I am here right now. I'm getting ready to record some music. I'm here in the hood, dangerous hood. Got to watch my back, so I got to get off this podcast and... Park next to the seediest hotel in probably Vegas. I don't know why we one of these days we gotta we gotta start making some more money and get a better studio because this is like life threatening, man. It's crazy. Things you do to be a to be a musician, and uh, record music. In any event Thank you so much. Life Jitsu, art of life. As always, I'm so grateful. gonna build something Awesome here. Gonna have a lot of great guests, gonna just go deeper down a lot of rabbit holes, try to figure it out. Bigger, better, better life, stronger mind. Frankie at Frankieforza dot com. All your inquiries and feed you know, feedback. Really appreciate it. Have a great day wherever you are, whatever you're doing. God bless.